Hello and welcome to the Discomfort Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wilkinson. This week I want to uh, get in deep about choosing your role, um, about going from victim to hero, and an awesome experience that I had actually today, um, getting to watch a uh, new member of Men of Discomfort go through the ringer, and I actually got to choose my role today as well. Um, so stay tuned and we'll walk through uh, what all of this is, what choosing your role is, uh, the different roles that there are to choose from, um, and let's dig in. Discomfort Theory Podcast is all about leveraging voluntary discomfort to become a better version of you in every area of your life. So uh, this week, to give you some background, um, I started Men of Discomfort, which is a group of guys Uh, It's basically a community of guys who hold each other accountable. Um, We do workouts six days per week. We uh, eat healthy. Uh, We have a a diet. And for the first 90 days when you're a quote-unquote future, um, basically you you have 90 days straight of no optionality. So everything is basically pre-chosen for you. Um, We have a list of habits that we do, and we kind of stack them every week. Um, so we've, I've been doing this for about a year now, um, as a full man of discomfort, it's been, I guess, nine months. And then I did my first 90 days also was completed. Um, and so I'm about a year out from the beginning. Um, and I don't think I really noticed the growth in myself until I look back and see people who are doing it for the first time. So, so it was really intriguing. We had, uh, we started on January 3rd which was, I guess, a week and a half ago, because today is the 12th, uh, January 12th, 2022. Um, so we had a new group, pretty small group of guys. Um, I think there's maybe five or six new guys that are um, joining uh, for this 90-day round of MOD. Um, so there's one guy in particular, and he's a really cool guy. seems really cool. Um, he lives across the country. We are in uh, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach. I live in Huntington Beach personally. Um, so it really started more as a local thing and it's kind of branching out and we're using Marco Polo as a tool, um, to check in, uh, to keep each other accountable and kind of say what's going on in our lives. Um, so there's one guy in particular, he's, uh, a new member and, uh, we'll call him Joe. Um, and Joe is, um, he mentioned that he's, uh, into Tony Robbins, um, a lot of self-help stuff, uh, seemed really, really excited about it last week. Uh, it was pretty cool. He had some really, uh, intriguing words of wisdom to share. Um, and <clears throat> he, uh, was super gung ho, I guess for the first week, uh, checking in regularly, um, really into the diet, into all the habits. Uh, the first habit we have week one is, intermittent fasting. Uh, so we do a 16 hour fast and then there's an eight hour eating window in it. Um, so that's week one, uh, week two, we're in the midst of now and we do uh, a couple rounds of Wim Hof breathing, which if you haven't done that before, um, I'm going to get into in a different episode. Um, but it's basically an awesome way to get a lot of oxygen in your body, wake you up in the morning, um, and kind of set you up for success for the day. Um, but anyway, back to um, what was going on with this guy. He uh, he quoted some Tony Robbins. He's very into uh, like personality archetypes. Um, so he knows a lot um, and was adding a lot to the group in terms of wisdom for the first week. 
Um, and then he kind of went um, missing, kind of ghosted us for a couple of days. Um, so I, I didn't really think anything of it. I thought maybe he just got too busy to check in. I figured he was still doing the workouts. Um, and then there was another guy who checked in um, actually this morning. And, and he gets on and he says, hey, guys, I have to confess. I have not been with the diet. We have basically a list of foods that you can eat and not eat. Um, and he's like, guys, I have to confess. Um, I was super stressed at work today. Things are really, really hard. Um, I was too tired to wake up and work out. And last night I ate a muffin and some yogurt. So, so we had a little bit of an intervention. Um, one of the guys in our group was, was saying, Hey, um, I know you tripped up, like that's all right, but let's get back on track. You need to do your workout you'll feel better when you do. And there is a lie in there that says if you eat that muffin um, and that yogurt, that it's going to make you feel better and it's going to make this day not suck. I mean, the reality is that some days just suck um, and you kind of have to suck it up. Um, I guess be a man, you could say, um, and just power through it. And the day's not going to suck any less if you have a muffin and yogurt or not. It's actually going to suck more if you have the muffin and kind of compromise in your uh, in your beliefs and what you want to do and what your goals are. So anyway, we we kind of uh, got this that guy back on track with that, and then this other guy Joe um, comes on and he and he she says, "Hey guys, just want you to know." Um, I've had COVID for the past couple of weeks. I try to work out for 10 minutes and it just sucks. I feel like shit. I get dizzy after 10 minutes. Um, my family's in town and as part of the workout program too, we don't do any alcohol for 90 days. Um, so he's like, I can't have a glass of whiskey with my parents who are visiting from a different country. Um, the diet's not working for me. I don't feel any different. This just sucks. And I don't know if this is right for me at this time. Um, so it was really interesting just hearing all the language he'd use. And it just felt like a quantum shift in a short amount of time. And I'm not talking on this guy at all because it is, uh, it's a tough thing to make it through. And doing Men of Discomfort, the 90-day challenge or whatever you want to call it, it seems like people who make it through always go for longer. Um, but it was very um, eye-opening to hear all of that come up. I mean, it's only been, I think, 10 days of the challenge. Um, so, I mean, basically like eight, nine days in, um, he was having this big crisis. So the awesome thing is that uh, uh, Dane Sanders, the guy who leads the group, uh, comes up with a lot of these uh, different frameworks to think through uh, where you are, where you're going, uh, so, so he gets on and he says, all right, well, today's Wednesday. And what I was going to talk about was choose your role. And he says, Joe, uh, I'm going to get right into it. He said, there's, there's a couple different roles you could choose. The roles are victim, hero, guide, and rescuer. So I think everybody pretty much knows what the victim is. The victim is the person who is, uh, basically has no agency, is a victim of their circumstances, fate, things outside of their control, um, and they're basically just pushed along with the tide, uh, just this kind of pathetic character who doesn't have much control or say in anything. 
And then on the flip side of that, you have the hero. And I think everybody has a good idea of what the hero is too. And the hero's journey is, you know, you're somebody who wants to go somewhere, wants to get something accomplished. You decide to do it. Along the way, you hit a major obstacle and you have like a crossroads. You can either give up or continue on, overcome the obstacle, get to the end of the journey. And along the way, you discover that the thing you were trying to get was not the real life lesson at all. Um, the third role is the role of guide. And uh, the guide is the person who helps lead the hero on their journey, but they don't do it for the hero. They give the hero the tools they need, the guidance they need to accomplish the goal that they're looking to accomplish, and then they let the hero do it. Um, and then on the flip side of that is the rescuer slash villain. And the rescuer slash villain, um, whenever the hero hits that obstacle, they take away that hero's chance to solve the problem on their own. So they try to be the rescuer um, and end up as the villain and they end up handicapping the hero, turning them back into victim with no agency and no way uh, to move forward and no independence in their life. So it was really awesome too, is that before any of this had even happened with Joe, um, he had been on the week before and he had said, we use Marco Polo, like I was saying. So he had been on the week before and he said, Hey, I'm excited to start this journey. I am the hero on the hero's journey. He literally said this before we even talked about uh, hero's journey. He said, I'm the hero on the hero's journey. And the fact that I have COVID and have this obstacle is going to be, make it all the sweeter when I break through, overcome the obstacle and uh, accomplish what I set out to do. So, so Dana saved that video and sent it back into the group and said, Hey, I think there's someone who wants to talk to you. And uh, he plays the video of himself and literally copied and pasted it back inside of Marco Polo. So that was a pretty awesome moment. Um, and another awesome piece of wisdom that we got from Joe, from his past self to his future self, was he told a story uh, about how he went to a conference for Tony Robbins. So Tony Robbins says, hey, um, whoever is the most messed up, he's at this huge conference with like hundreds of people. And he says, hey, whoever thinks they are the most messed up person in this room, raise your hand. So a whole bunch of people raise their hand. He says, all right, all right, who's the most messed up? Most messed up person in this room, worst possible situation, um, most messed up history, uh, whatever you have, and people kind of start putting their hands down. And he looks at some people, he says, all right, you put your hand down. You're not the most messed up, I could tell. Uh, you put your hand down, you put your hand down, until only one woman had her hand up. And so he goes over to her and he says, uh, okay, well, tell me a little about your, about your story. She says, you know, I've been through the ringer. I was, you know, sexually abused as a child. He's like, okay, and uh, what does that mean? She says, well, it means I can never be intimate with a man, experience orgasm, I can never uh, have a healthy relationship. And he just looks at her and he says, okay, if you say so. And then he's like, and then she keeps going on and telling you about all these, uh, you know, traumatic events she's been through, which obviously were horrible. But each time she's like, oh, it means I can't be in a healthy relationship. He's like, okay, if you say so. It means I can't hold a steady job. I can't ever have a family. I can't ever have kids. He says, okay, if you say so. And, and basically the moral of the story was uh, whatever reality you create inside your head is true for you 
at that time. It doesn't mean it's the truth, but it's true for you. Um, so, so then Dana sent back that video also to Joe and, and basically the moral was, all right, Joe, uh, if, you know, you have COVID and you can't exercise for more than 10 minutes. You can't enjoy time with your father because of this diet. He's like, if you say so, then it is so. Um, but there might be a story that's more true. And that story that could be true is um, maybe uh, those stories you're telling is a fiction. Um, obviously, you can still enjoy time with your father, even if you have... Uh, you know, you're not able to have alcohol or a glass of wine or a glass of whiskey. Um, so that was a really awesome experience I had today watching all of that unfold. And I was able to also put in my two cents. Uh, so some background on me, I had kidney stones uh, starting about maybe three months ago. And so I just had a surgery last month. And after the surgery, I had a little bit of a pity party for myself because I didn't feel right. I couldn't really exercise the way I wanted to. Um, I couldn't work out the way I wanted to. I convinced myself that it didn't even matter how I ate because what was the point? I couldn't really do anything fun anyway. And the surgery was a failure. I didn't get the kidney stone out. And I'm actually going in tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and they're going to do surgery at 8 a.m. to attempt to get it out again. Um, so this round of meta discomfort, we were setting our goals and, uh, I was talking about it with my wife and, and I said, yeah, well, I'll try my best, but you know, I'm getting the kidney stone surgery again, so I won't be able to do that much. She said, okay, well, does that affect your ability to follow the diet? I was like, uh, well, no. And does that affect your ability to do Wim Hof breathing? No. And does that affect your ability to do intermittent fasting? Well, no. Okay. So you're just do as much of a workout as you can. Maybe just show up with the guys and do what you can and, um, I was like, yeah, you're right. Thanks for calling me out. Um, even now after, you know, doing this for a year, I still have times when I struggle and want to have a little bit of a pity party for myself where I want to be the victim so badly because it's so easy and comfortable and you get to just blame all of your problems on someone else or something else or some outside force and situation that you have no control over and you get to just feel sorry for yourself. And in some sick, twisted way, it feels so good. And it's so easy and lets yourself off the hook. Uh, because if you're a victim and you have no agency, you have no responsibility, things that go wrong are not your fault. And let's be honest, we see this all the time in society, um, in government, everywhere you look, everyone's always passing the blame. It's not my fault. Uh, I did everything I could. It was the circumstances. It was this other person. Um, and it's pretty radical to shift your role into hero and say, you know, yeah, things are going to be tough. There's going to be obstacles. But I am capable. I have agency. I can overcome this. I can stick through it. And I can be the hero in this situation. I can choose my role uh, to be Luke Star Skywalker blowing up the Death Star. Um, to be the hero of your own story. And, and for me, being able to use some of those experiences to pour back into Joe's life and to say, um, I've been there before. I'm going to choose to be the guide today. I'm not going to be the rescuer. I'm not going to let you off the hook and say, you know what? That sounds really hard. 
maybe you should just take a break, man. Why don't you just eat whatever you want? Why don't you just have a little bit of whiskey, a glass of wine, and just take it easy until you feel 100%? Because the reality is, once he feels better from that, something else will come up, and there'll be something from work. Um, and, I mean, he's a single guy. <laughs> the majority of guys that are doing this have kids, uh, a mortgage payment, a house, a wife, um, all of these responsibilities that we're already dealing with. So um, for him to be struggling so much at this point, uh, it's really probably an eye-opener for him. And then, I mean, I have the same thing myself. Everybody struggles. And there's definitely different levels of what you can handle and what you can take. But the goal is to lean in, uh, to take responsibility for each of those uh, obstacles that come through your life and be responsible for doing the right thing for being the hero, for having courage, for having integrity, for being a man in a society where a lot of times that's discouraged or it's okay to just be weak, um, lazy. Um, and it's a little bit of a vicious cycle. If you, you know, eat bad food, you don't sleep, you don't exercise, then you're more tired and then you feel worse. And it's this vicious cycle that's so easy to get caught up in. And it takes a real, um, I think sprint like a burst of will to break out of it, but you can start a positive feedback loop in the opposite direction where you're eating healthy, you're exercising, you feel better, you have more energy, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're a lot fitter than you've ever been. And that reinforces wanting to continue to do those things until you're in this positive feedback loop. Um, and by the time you go back to the point where you diverged from where you would have gone uh, had you stayed in that negative feedback loop. It's like night and day uh, between who you can become either way. Um, so yeah, this week, choose your role. Choose wisely. Uh, every day, literally probably every hour, you have a choice to choose your role. You're going to wake up early. You're going to do what you know you need to do. Are you going to be brave, courageous, or are you going to lay in bed, sleep an extra hour, snooze, not work out, eat crappy food because it's easy and it's cheap. And that's what's encouraged in our society. Um, I even heard something interesting because with COVID, um, I don't really like to get too into the vaccine stuff either way. Um, but I think it's pretty much, um, what's the word, incontrovertible. It might be, uh, it's basically, there's no debate that the best defense against uh, sickness of any kind is to be healthy, um, not be diabetic, to eat healthy, exercise, lose weight, um, be trim, fit, pushing your body. Uh, but the, but the reason I heard, uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, but, but, uh, I think it was Ben Shapiro was saying the reason that they won't ever, they'll never have a politician get up on the, uh, on the pulpit or whatever they speak from and say, all right, you fat, lazy pieces of shit. You guys need to get your ass in gear because, you need to lose weight, you're too heavy, you're eating too much fast food, you need to start working out, get off your butt, because they'll be the least uh, least popular politician of all time. They'll be out of office in a week. So that's the truth, though. I mean, uh, obviously, be smart, be careful, but, I mean, it does lie on you after a while. Because, I mean, if you spend your whole life being unhealthy, making bad decisions for yourself, and then... You know, one sickness, obviously there's exceptions, but, you know, there is a lot of responsibility on you. Um, and I think we need to embrace that. So 
yeah, choose your role this week. Are you going to be the victim or the hero? Are you going to be the guide or the rescuer? Uh, Keep that in mind. Thanks for listening. If you guys enjoyed this, please subscribe to my podcast, um, Discomfort Theory, and I'll catch you next time. Thanks.